from Relay FM, this is the Pen Addict, episode 178. Today's show is brought to you by Harry's, Squarespace, and the Pen Chalet. My name is Mike Hurley, I'm a little sick, and I'm joined by Mr. Brad Dowdy. <laughs> Boy, there could have been some really bad rhyming going on there, so I'm glad you just cut it off really, really cleanly <laughs> like that. <laughs> uh, you can tell who our guest is today if you're already talking like this. Yeah, yeah. So, Mr. Dan Bishop from Karis Customs, how are you, sir? I'm doing well. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, man. Yeah, no problem. Anytime. It's it's been too long. I think it, it's you know it's like the um the guests that we have have had in the past. I seem like I talk like for you, for example, like I talk to you all the time. So I never think, well, maybe I should ask Dan to be on the show again to talk about more stuff because I've been talking to you so much, you know, in email or chat or whatever <laughs> it seems like it seems like i'm always talking to you it's like oh you know i should probably have him on the show sometime because you've had a lot going on man you're busy yeah things have been kind of kind of good kind of nuts so <laughs> how's your how's your sanity level oh it's it's fine you know yeah. I, I started out crazy so it's not like it was that hard of a a level to jump up a notch. <laughs> I guess we're, we're going to talk a little bit later on in the show as to why Dan's sanity level could be at breaking point right now. Yes. Right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, we, this is a, this is a, a, a big Dan episode cause we have a, we have a lot to get to. So let me, uh, I want to, I want to do some follow up real quick. If you guys don't mind, we'll, we'll go through those and then uh, we'll get right into Dan and Karis customs. And I know everyone wants to hear about the EDK that launched today. So, uh, We'll get to it. What do you think? Sounds great. Yep. All right. So, Dan, do you do you use woodcase pencils at all? I mean, I follow you online and I see you drawing and, you know, all your artwork. It's mostly pen. Do you, do you ever get into just the woodcase pencil? Yeah, I actually have a Palomino Blackwing Pearl in front of me right now. So Nice, <laughs> nice. So, I talked last week where I, I couldn't think, I didn't know the term for how I like, you know, the sharpen, the, the point of my... Uh, pencil being sharpened, you know, at a, at a kind of a shallow angle, long and pointy. And my good friend, uh, Matthias at Bleistift sent me a link that he actually keeps on his blog about sharpeners. And each sharpener has a different, uh, angle that they sharpen at. And that's the term I was looking for. It says, um, you know, most sharpeners for graphite, graphite pencils seem to sharpen the pencils with an angle of about 20 degrees. So that would be standard. And the ones that I like, have a more, I guess it's more of an acute angle. Like the the Coom Masterpiece is at a 15 degree. That makes it have a longer, you know, sharpened area and a longer uh, point. So I learned something from Matthias last week. So I'll, we'll have that link in the show notes. So y'all can check out what all these sharpener angles. It, it's pretty impressive, The <laughs> this sharpener list that he has. It's got 27 different sharpeners in there sorted by the angle of sharpening. So... Um, that that's pretty impressive. So that's the uh, that's the word I was looking for. It's the angle of the pencil tip when that, it's sharp. That's not at all the word that I would have expected. Yeah, you know, because yeah. angle would like suggest to me that it was like cut at an edge, you know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, rather than mm -hmm. just like how much of the wood case you want to show through. Yeah, but you know, if you if you look at it, you know, if you if you you know laying it on the desk, I mean, it's it's a basic simple angle, right? I mean, that's what that dimension would be. You know, if it was well, cut, if you laid it flat, you can refer right? to it as the total included angle. Mm. 
See, now you it's way too early to start blowing my mind. I just woke up, okay? <laughs> <laughs> from the from the design guy who has to who has to program in all this stuff, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um you know, speaking of what, since we're on the pencils real quick, um, our, our good friends on the Erasable podcast, uh, Tim and um, Tim and Johnny minus, oh, sorry, Andy and Johnny minus Tim were on the, on the radio um, in the um, Baltimore public radio channel. So we'll have a link in the show notes. Go listen to them talk about pencils and, um, you know, the, they kind of uh, spread the, spread the gospel uh, on the radio. So it was a good listen. Uh, if y'all haven't caught that yet, we'll have that on the, uh, in the show notes for you guys. And Mike, you're still, are you still a coloring machine? Yeah, I, I haven't done as much coloring uh, mm-hmm. in the last week. Uh, the lovely people at Colt Pens did send me a 30-pack. Oh, look at you. Yeah, I, I just wanted to thank them for doing that. Um, they're very nice to me. I think it's because I'm along with everybody else in the world. We're we're helping them sell so much stuff right now. It's nonstop. The links in my Twitter feed from uh, all everyone seeing all the coloring stuff. So that was something I was going to say. Like I just came back from the release notes conference and I was spending some time with a friend of the internet underscore David Smith, mm-hmm. um, who sometimes <laughs> listens to this show. He was telling oh, really? me, like, Underscore's not a pen guy, but he said sometimes he likes to hear people that love something talk about something. <laughs> and he was, like, saying all this stuff to us that, like, we talk about, you know, like, and just using <laughs> some of the terminology. And it was uh-huh. really funny to hear him say it back, but he sent me a picture a little while ago, and he just put it on Twitter. Uh, he's bought um, some stuff as well, so, like, the same pens and the uh, Joanna Bashford uh, book. And I saw it. I saw Tiffany Armand has also bought some. Everyone is on in on this train now. It is yeah. unstoppable. And also, I sent you a uh, a picture from the airport, right? Right. Um, of uh, there was like a whole section in the airport of coloring books. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. It, it's uh, this is this is the year it exploded. It's obviously been around forever. Like we were talking last week, some of the links that I got, you know, these coloring books I was using like in the seventies and eighties. Um, but it, it's got this new, you know, we're all, we're in this period now where everything's so digital that anything you can find, just like we enjoy pens and paper, um, the coloring has, has, it gets you away from the screen for a little while and and does different things uh, to your brain. And and people are realizing that it's a hugely beneficial thing. Yeah. So like, um, a a couple, we have a couple of the packages I bought from Colt Pens. They're throwing in like these, these little, um, gift pens that like so they're like the statler triplus yeah they come on these little boards and i reckon they're probably going in all their packages mm-hmm. and it's to promote the coloring right right um and then it, yesterday like i had the package and adina like took the pen out and started coloring in the, the actual board that it comes on mm. so i can see that she's now getting then she asked for the 10 pack that i had so man this this adult <laughs> coloring thing it's it's really picking up steam yeah, yeah, and I'm still I'm still efforting to to get Joanna on the show. I have talked with her people, but I yeah. have not gotten a response yet. It can't be easy. Like uh, I told you that, like uh, my my mom was telling me that she saw her on a TV show in the UK. Yeah. Like she's on like TV shows. She can't be difficult to get. Yeah, and Lost Ocean just launched, and it's going to hit in the US. I think it drops tomorrow in the US. It was in the in the UK last week, so oh, it man. could not be a busier time for her. So oh yeah, look probably- at that. It's right up on the uh, on the Colpens website. I don't yeah. know whether to get this. I, I've still got so much to go in the in the first one. I, don't, mm-hmm, I feel mm-hmm. like I don't want to get another one, but it does yeah. look cool though. 
Dan, do you get into the coloring? I know you do a lot of drawing, like on your uh, on your Instagram on uh, at Design Concussion. You do um, you sh- you share a lot of your drawing. Do you ever get into like the 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 coloring aspect outside of just uh, you know all the all the artwork you do? No, uh, not really. Um, I don't know. It's, it's something that I I haven't tried it, so I can't say that I'm not into it. But mm-hmm. it's um, I think doodling would be more therapeutic than coloring. So. Yeah, I, I'm sure there's benefits to both. And there was actually an article in the New York Times or New York Magazine this weekend about doodling. Uh, I was going to put it in the show notes, but it ended up being kind of a uh, kind of a weak article. But it's just the whole the whole concept of this doodling and coloring thing is 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 getting a lot of run right now. And I actually have a my my friends at Doodlers Anonymous are actually sending me a copy of their coloring book um, that should be coming out. Um, that I should be getting this week. They've been doing one for putting one out for years where all the doodlers that submit to doodlers anonymous, um, make, um, do an individual page and compile it into a coloring book that they sell every year, uh, for the, for the show. So for their website, which is really, really great. So it, it's a thing, man. It's, uh, it's a thing for sure. So, all right, let me talk about these other couple of things real quick and we'll, we'll keep going through it. Um, there's a new blog, new blog to me. Um, it's not a full stationary blog, but uh, Mike Bates, the um, interestingly named MBS-P-B.com. Um, I Maybe there's a meaning to that uh, aside from his name. But he did a wonderful review of the Field Notes Shenandoah. Um, I just wanted to link to it. It could be the blog of the week since I haven't done one in a while. And it's just a really great visual review. Um of the field notes of the latest Shenandoah Shenandoah edition. Um, he does great pictures, did some, did a great review of it. So if you haven't run across, uh, run across Mike's, uh, blog yet, uh, we'll link that in the show notes and y'all should, uh, check that out. It's pretty impressive. Beautiful photography. Yeah. He, he reminds me a lot. Uh, I was like, is this Josh Ginter? <laughs> it looks like yeah. a lot like the newsprint is like the same type of aesthetic, which Josh is one of my favorite people to read, uh, on the internet. So I, I am now, following uh mike's work over to his uh over to his blog i would uh just make a recommendation to mike to to get an easier domain name that would be my recommendation <laughs> for the day well maybe it had maybe it has special meaning for him, i'm sure it yeah. does i'm sure it does yes uh but, but it's, it's da- an interesting dashes in a domain name is, is difficult <laughs> maybe just mbspb.com would be you know would be better yeah yeah so what's your uh what's your favorite pen mike Oh, that's that's difficult. I, well, I think so, you know I've been saying for a while that that I think that the uh, the Sailor Pro Gear, the Orange Pro Gear that I have is is yeah, it's probably the best pen. Favorite is a really difficult question. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's a loaded question always. But there was a link out that's been uh, that's been going through all of our friends and all of our networks. Um, there's a um uh, an article. Well, I don't know if it's an article on Kinja for you know whatever. Gawker World does. I don't really follow them, but this is one of their things. But there's an article called Your Five Favorite Pens. And it's basically, they did a poll of all their readers um, on this article. And it ended up being, it's basically a list of what I would call my five favorite pens in the store that you can just go get. Right? That's what type, that's what the answers were. The, you know, the winners were Pilot G21, um, Fisher Space Pen, Zebra F301, Uniball Jetstream, and Sharpie Pen. They actually did a pretty good job 
just randomly picking these these things. This is like like the list you'd get off the store shelf. Like the the F301 would never make my list because the grip is really really bad. But if you had to go walk into Staples and pick out a good pin, this is a pretty good list. I mean, you know, it's just something to share. This is I just wanted to link this to show this is the the general public's idea, you know, the non-pin junkie like we have uh that listen to us and and read our stuff and you know buy dan's products you know this is what they're running into out there um you know my only issue with this is five years from now it's going to be the same list right that's that's why we that's that's why we love that's why we love dan bishop because he makes new stuff uh for us to to you to buy and to use that's uh, way cooler and way nicer than stuff like this. So Dan, when you go, when you go to Staples, um, do you, do you tool around the pin aisle? Do you ever come away with anything, you know, just right off the shelf? If you had to grab one of these pins, if you didn't have one of your pins laying around, what would you grab off the shelf? You're not going to like that answer. <laughs> no, it's good. No. Um, in design school, uh, everything we used was pretty much just a cheap, like the cheapest ballpoint you could find. Yep. And so uh, I'm because mostly I doodle. I don't do a lot of note taking, mm-hmm. um, but if I do, maybe a G2, a pilot G2. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like the cheap, cheap Bix because you can draw really well with them. So, yeah, no, that's a hugely popular pen. And actually, I've never reviewed one. And someone's been emailing me to review just the, you know, the basic Bic crystal. So I bought. Um, oh, yeah. I bought one. I'm well, I bought a 10 pack cause you can't just buy one, but you know, I mean, 10 of them for a dollar 50. I mean, that's a legitimately good pen, um, for such a, uh, a cheap price. And it's one of the best drawing pens out there that people don't realize is actually a really good drawing pen, right? Because you can do shading with these, these type of ballpoint pens and, um, you can actually have some line variation and, um, you, you can do a lot of, a lot of good, uh, good work with just a basic big ballpoint so that's cool no i'm i'm totally on board with that i'm surprised that didn't make the list now that you say that <laughs> well they they smell weird when you use them <laughs> they, really, they really yeah as a strange smell yeah yeah when you really get on it and like you know move your hand really quickly and get a lot of ink on the page there's this like definite aroma that's and i wouldn't call it pleasant yeah um, it's not at all it's base it's i mean it's basically oil i mean it's <laughs> <laughs> is yeah, what it is what it is so it's yeah gross <laughs> it is kind of gross um but yeah i i just thought i wanted to share that because i thought it was number one they actually did a pretty good job on the list which i'm pleasantly surprised about and number two it's the same list from five years ago and five years from now it's going to be the same list too which is um you know why we're in existence to uh to spread the word about all kinds of other good things um that you can use to write with like one of our good friends, Mike, at Penchalay, they have all kinds of good things to write with, right? You bet they do. They have all of the best rollables, fountain pens, ballpoints, mechanical pencils that you'd be hoping to find. Penchalay have all of the brands that you love as well, like Lamy, Pilot, Namiki, Sailor, Caveco, and they're an authorized dealer of all of them. Penchalay believe in reliable customer service, they believe in fast customer service, and they believe in free shipping on orders of over $50 in the continental United States. They also sell internationally with very reasonable shipping rates. I've just realized how hard these are for me to do this week. <laughs> They're always adding styles of pens. Every single month, Pen Chalet have got new pens. They're always adding awesome stuff in. And they also do all of these great new pens and all the great stock that they have at great prices. 
They do high quality pens, great prices with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. So, you want to head over to penchalet.com, use the code PENADDICT on any order and you'll save 10%. So, you can just do that at checkout. What you should do, as always, is click the podcast link at the top of the website and enter the password PENADDICT for even more savings as well as your 10% off. So, a couple of things I want to let you know about today. So, before I tell you the special deal of the week, um, Ron over at Penchalet wanted me to let you guys know that uh, Penchalet is doing a Fountain Pen Day giveaway. I can't believe Fountain Pen Day is nearly upon us again, but I it know. is. Um, uh, it's coming in November. November 6th is Fountain Pen Day. Um, so there's a bunch of fantastic giveaways. You can go and check out the site. I'm going to put a link in our show notes so you can find the Fountain Pen giveaway page. So if you go to relay.fm slash penaddict slash 178, you'll find a link to the Penchalet Fountain Pen Day giveaway there, which is fantastic. Go check that out. Go enter. There's some fantastic prizes in here, like a Pelican Suveran 600, which is $595, for example. So there's loads of really, really awesome stuff in there. You should go check that out. Um, but also you want to know our special deal for the week, which is a Visconti Homo Sapien Rollerball in silver. This is 40% off the retail price, which is incredible. They usually retail for $565.50. You can get them in the sale for $339.30. And then once you put in the coupon, the Pen Addict coupon at checkout as well, you'll be able to pick it up for $305.37, which is 40% off. A really, really great looking and expensive pen. Yeah, I didn't even know that pin came in a rollerball. That's like one of the, probably at the top of my wish list, like the the years long wish list. Um, the the Visconti Homo Sapiens is just a fantastic looking pin. Um, the the fountain pen model is the one I've been looking at. I didn't even know it came in a rollerball, so that's very cool. Um, I, I just love the barrel design and and uh, on that pin, so it, it's awesome. And Ron continues to be awesome at Pen Chalet. I, I get more complimentary emails about Pen Chalet than just then just about any sponsor that we have on the show and all of our sponsors are wonderful. I get emails about all of them, but I, I get time and time again, just the thank you for, you know, uh, working with Penn Chalet, um, you know, every week in, in my inbox, they do, uh, they do a great job for our listeners and for us. And, uh, we really appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I also want to thank them for, for helping out with us and everything that we do. We think it's awesome. And we're very, very happy to continue to work with, with Ron Penchalet. All right, so a couple more quick things, and then we're going to go way, way deep into the Keras Customs uh, thing today, I have a feeling. <laughs> but um, NaNoWriMo is coming up. Um, this is a the National Novel Writing Month in November. It's coming. A friend of the show, Pete Dennison, has a link that we'll have in the show notes, um, getting prepared for NaNoWriMo. He's got all kinds of, um, you know, links on getting started and tips and how to proceed on it. You know, I'm definitely not a writer and, and won't be participating, but I know tons of our listeners do this um, every year. And our good friend, our, our favorite priest, uh, Father Kyle, asked us, if you had one notebook, one pen, and one ink for NaNoWriMo, what would the combo be? So I know you're not participating, Mike, and I know you're not participating, Dan. But if you were and you were going to write a novel in November and you picked up one pen, one notebook, and one ink, what would it be, Mike? So if I was writing a book, you know, I would want something that was easy to use, you know, so my hand wouldn't cramp up too much. So I would probably go with, yeah, I would probably go with that Pro Gear. 
yeah. Pro, the Pro Gear is real soft. It's real smooth. It, it, I've got it in a in a fine, I think, or, or uh, cursive italic, something like that. I can't remember now off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've got it in a nice fine point. So it's not. I'm not going to. I'm going to have a lot of space on the pages, right, to fill in with all my mas- amazing, fantastic words. And mm-hmm. of course, I would use uh, Iroshisuku Compeki because there is no greater ink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And plus, I, who I'm doesn't want to turn in a manuscript written in orange? Yeah, yeah. Except it's uh, Fuyugaki Compeki's the bright blue. Uh, I've, I'm drinking uh, medicine right now. It's all yeah, I, I, you, you are fully uh, exempted from any mistakes. Yeah. Today, Did I ever so tell you, Brad? I, I might have told this story <laughs> on the show before once that uh, my coursework for GCSE. So, like when I was 16 and we were doing mm-hmm. our exams and we had to do English coursework and we had to like write essays. Mm-hmm. I was a bit of a rebel at this point in my life, and I wrote <laughs> them all in in purple ink. Nice. And they wouldn't, uh, and I just, my, my teachers would try and tell me that I couldn't do it, but I refused. Um, <laughs> and then the only way that they could submit it to the exam board is they had to photocopy everything that I wrote. So it would be in black. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. All go. right. So what about you, Dan? Your, your, your big novel you're writing next month. What's your one pen, one notebook, one ink? Oh, man. Um, I don't know anything really. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm a you cheap don't date. care. I'm a cheap date. Like, you know, it could be just copy paper and big pens and <laughs> crayons and, you know, whatever. That's like a, that's, that's literally probably like the best answer you can have. You know, I don't have that gene in me where I, I can be that free to just do that. But people that can just pick up something and go and that's their thing and it doesn't matter. I always find that to be extremely impressive and that that's not a joke. That's that's like seriously. That's like that's one of those things like you strive to be, you know, as a as a writer or a stationary user to just to pick up that one thing and not give a crap at all. Um and I can't <laughs> I can't do that and I find that to be like when someone says that, I find that to be very endearing. I think that's a big deal, to oh, be quite honest. Wait, no, 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 no. I lied. It would be the Karis Custom EDK NRD <laughs> notebooks. <laughs> Man, I, I was setting you up there. And you, you, had to, you had to drive it home. <laughs> good job. Good job by you. Thanks, chat room. <laughs> um, I would have to go for one of those... Um, one of those Tomoe River notebooks that uh, all the fancy writers uh, seem to use, like the um, uh, Nanami Seven Cs or the Paper Cuts um, one that I have, and I would probably stick with Shinkai um, because I want something normal that I wouldn't get tired of for the ink. And the pen would be actually be the hardest thing for me to pick. Um, I I honestly don't know. I'd probably I have like a I have a Pelican Six O Five with a gold cursive italic nib that's just really smooth and eat it lightweight i wouldn't get tired on it uh tired with it and really to use so um i i think that would probably be uh my my thing um talking about the tomoe river paper um Ginny uh-huh. at three staples wrote a really nice post i saw the other day uh where she kind of did a roundup of her favorite hobonichi accessories yeah, um, I'll put it in the show notes. It's kind of cool, like because I didn't know, you know, I've seen this stuff, but I've not really paid a lot of attention to it, right? Because I know this is a rabbit hole I could go down and never come out of, and I end up with a diary that hasn't got any days filled in. Um, <laughs> but I just have tons of accessories. But it was really nice to see this stuff. It, it really is a quite a cool system, I have to say. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. We'll probably talk about that more as the uh, we get closer to the new year because mine's just sitting sitting there, right, ready to be uh, to be used. So, yeah. All right, I swear we're gonna get to 
we're going to get to Dan eventually. Should we talk to Dan today? Nah. You think? Nah. We got more stuff to do? Okay. We'll talk about a couple more things. Okay. Um, people were tweeting me this weekend about using uh, Reddit for pen stuff. And, you know, if they had any recommendations on what um, what subreddits to follow, things to look at. And I created, I have a, I had a personal list I used on Reddit. It's called a multi-Reddit, but I just had it set private just to me. But I turned it on publicly. So if people use Reddit and want like a good grouping of stationary blogs, oh, stationary blogs, stationary subreddits to follow, you can just click this one link and you can see all the subreddits that I follow, like fountain pens, pencils, notebooks, calligraphy. There's probably 20, 25 subreddits all in this one uh, multi-reddit. So we'll have that link in the show notes for anyone that uses Reddit and uh, wants a, a good place to just kind of get the the short version to where you don't have to have to browse around and figure out all kinds of things for yourself. So I've kind of uh, done that, done that work for you and, and put it all together in, in one easy spot. Just letting you know, I'm getting a 404 on that. So you might want to check your privacy settings on that. Okay. Okay. So just letting, just letting you know. yeah, buddy. looks like someone else is getting that too, but uh, <laughs> I will, uh, I will check the link when we are done, but uh, it good. came, it, it came up for me, but it might be my private link. So yep. we'll see. Um, so last thing, mm-hmm. real quick, you were in Indianapolis last yep. week for a, uh, what was the name of the conference again? Release Notes. Release Notes. Release Notes, but we don't care about that. What we care about is that Indianapolis is the home of Thomas Hall, the yep. enabler to everybody, and you uh, got to uh, hang out with Thomas a little bit while you were there, right? Yeah, we met for coffee one morning, um, mm-hmm. which ended in him taking me to a pharmacy. Uh, <laughs> due to this thing that i'm currently dealing with because that yeah. was the day i was giving my keynote speech gotcha so i needed wow. to make sure i was sufficiently drugged up <laughs> um and he as you can imagine he brought everything yeah right and so me and him were in a coffee shop dog walked past at one point good old doug beale and he came in doug and joined beale. us for a little bit is he in the chat room today i don't know doug is He's probably not. traveling He's probably traveling. Um, but we uh, we hung out for a bit. It was really cool. I got to, you know, he showed me a bunch of uh, the pens he was carrying. He he brought me some super secret things. That's all I'm going to mm-hmm. say right now. Mm. Some stuff you don't know about. That's what I'm allowed mm. to say. Um, he also brought me, uh, he gave me some arts and sciences, which I was very grateful for. I've nice. had a few people do that now. I'm, I'm good and stocked up on those. And cool, talking cool. about coloring pages, uh, Elizabeth Elizabeth Bolin, EXB Pens uh, on Instagram, she's working on a coloring book of her own. And uh, yeah, I, I got the sample pages that you uh, got. That you got to, yeah, yep. so uh, I have some here, and they look really, really incredible. So you can find them on her Instagram. She's been posting pictures of some of it. So I'm really mm-hmm. excited to to play around with some of these. Um, but one of the big things for me from that meeting is I fell in love with the. Um, the Murex and the Mayu again. Is it Mayu? Yeah. The, they're Pilot, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Pilot, uh, Murex, and I don't know. Uh, is it Mew or Mayu? So, yeah. Yeah, I really, really fell in love with them again. And the, the Mayu is the one that I'm the most interested in because that's the one that's all smooth, right? Right. And so you can imagine you can imagine the emails that have been coming my way from somebody, right? So Thomas is now <laughs> finding them for me on, e- on eBay and sending them to me. Yeah, well, um, don't don't buy one, but don't buy one yet. I might have an in for you. Uh, oh yeah, someone that might be getting rid of one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So don't purchase one without talking to me first. All right, I'll, I'll wait to hear that from you then, because all right, uh, yeah, if you know someone, then because I want one that I know is in good condition. Yeah, 
Okay, good. Well, I'm gonna. I am gonna buy one. I've decided I'm gonna buy one because okay. I've loved that pen for so long. It's time now. I think. Awesome. Talking about pens we love so long, we've made Dan wait for for way too long now. As we've just been yammering on about rubbish. We so have. Let me wait. Make him wait for just a couple more minutes, and then we'll start talking about all the amazing Karis custom stuff. Is that okay, Dan? That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Dan is a trooper. We'll we'll uh we'll give him the floor here. It's going to be all Dan all the time coming up uh, right after this sponsor message from my good friends at Harry's. Yeah, I'm going to have you help me out with this one so I, I don't right. lose my breath too quickly. So this week, <laughs> we are joined by Harry's. They are here to sponsor the episode and make it possible for you. We love Harry's because Harry's give us a way to make shaving feel good on our wallets and good on our faces. They give you great quality blades at a great price, and they also have stuff that is really cool to use. Harry's have their own uh, factory in Germany, which they use to create their own high-quality, high-performing blades. They're crafted by experts, and they will ship these blades to your front doorstep for free, as long as all their other products, like their razors, their firming shave gel, their aftershave moisturizer, their shave cream, whatever you want, they'll be able to ship it to you for free. It's absolutely fantastic. They have a starter set, which is an amazing deal. For just $15, you'll get razor, moisturizing shave cream, or firming shave gel, and three lovely razor blades. And on average, an everyday shaver who uses Harry's products is going to be saving themselves $150 each year because Harry's is such great prices. They just really believe in offering great stuff at a great price. And with Harry's, your satisfaction is guaranteed because that is important to them. Brad, can you please tell the world what Harry's products you love and why you love them? So I had a hot date this weekend, Mike. I uh, mm-hmm. had a hot date Saturday night with Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah? So, yeah. How did that yeah. go? It went very well. Excellent. <laughs> because I used Harry's products before I went on this hot date. So I was uh, neat and clean, and I smelled awesome uh, for this date. And uh, Taylor was very impressed. She said, oh, is that Harry's aftershave lotion you were using? <laughs> And I said, well, yes, Taylor, it is. <laughs> How did you know? She says, oh, I am a huge fan of Harry's. Um, all the guys I've dated and broken up with have used Harry's their entire lives. You went to a Taylor Swift concert, didn't you? I did go to Taylor Swift uh, this weekend. So I was in Atlanta traveling. Harry's always goes with me when I travel um, because I use it at home, use it on the road. Um, it's the best, only stuff I shave with. We we do love we, we do love Harry's. So does Taylor <laughs> Swift, apparently. If yes, you want to experience does. a clean, close, comfortable shave of your own, you want to check out Harry's. Go to Harry's.com right now. That's H-A-R-R-Y-S.com. And you'll get yourself $5 off if you use the coupon code PENADDICT with your first purchase. That's H-A-R-R-Y-S.com and the code PENADDICT at checkout for $5 off so you can start shaving better today. And you never know. You might bump into Taylor Swift one day, and we all know that she loves <laughs> Harry's as well. Thank you so much to Harry's for their support of this show. All right, Mr. Bishop. Everyone wants to talk about the EDK, but I'm not going to let you first because I have a lot uh, of questions. I got a lot of questions for you, but we're going to get to the EDK. We're gonna we're gonna save the best for last. Well, they're all pretty pretty much the best. But <laughs> since we've had you on last time, you've launched so many new products. I want to kind of do a rundown of a few things and kind of get into the nuts and bolts of, you know, some of the things you guys are doing. Like, I guess it's been a month, maybe a month and a half that you did the fountain K, which is the render K barrel um, with a basically a fountain pen section. 
um, mm-hmm. you know, in the render K cap, um, that style. And, you know, you and I talked about this before and you said you were just going to sell this one direct. You weren't going to go to Kickstarter. So tell us, number one, a little bit about the Fountain K, how it came about. And number two, why you chose to kind of go just the direct pal- direct route, you know, selling them yourselves directly instead of doing, you know, like a crowdfunding campaign. Um, well, so the Fountain K, uh, we wanted to expand the, the Render K was obviously the first pen that we ever did. Right. And so, a lo- I mean, it's one of my favorites. I like the way it looks and everything and the size. And so we wanted to see if we could turn that into a fountain, a fountain pen. So we just kind of did some engineering work and, um, were able to whip it together. And so we were prepping it for Kickstarter and, uh, we said, well, what, what if we didn't use Kickstarter and just kind of played around with, uh, you know, what scenarios and imaginary numbers and, you know, figure it all out. And we said, well, why not? You know, let's try it. So, um, we took the the small batch that we made and we kind of supplemented it, you know, we completed it cause we were missing some grip sections here and some other stuff here and had a, a small enough batch that we could consider, um, you know, worthy of putting up for sale. And we just kind of went for it. Yeah. So I love the, the render K was, you know, my first Keras Customs, obviously. I mean, that was y'all's first real main launch pen. And it's probably the orange uh, anodized one has probably been my most used um, Keras pen. So it was cool to see this come into the fountain pen style. And now you and I talked, you know, like right around launch, you redid the section a little bit, right? Because it was a little bit thin or a little bit short. Tell me about like the design choices that went into, you know, getting that just to where you wanted well, uh, this is going to kind of, yes, we did. Um, originally we wanted to make it compatible with all of our existing parts, but mm-hmm. the grip sections, um, well, the, the first, the batch that we sold was actually the, the original design. And then right. we got feedback from different people and stuff. And we're also, uh, switching over to a different nib manufacturer. Mm-hmm. And so the, the full full run is, you know, it's going to be a little bit larger diameter, um, than the first one. So if you bought one of the first ones, it's like one of 200. So mm-hmm. it'll be collectible in the future. <laughs> if I, when I'm famous for designing pens. Well, it certainly feels great and, and looks great. I, I, I love the shape, but you talk about, you know, changing into new nibs and, and new designs and have, you know, kind of wanting to, have that retrofit to like the old, old, um, old models, which I think is, is great. But then you, you kind of have to mesh that in with like the changes and, you know, yeah. moving forward too. I, that's a, that's a, that's a huge dilemma because I want to talk about the new ink that's coming out. It's the ink, the ink version two that you have coming out that you kind of teased on the blog. I mean, it's going to have a larger nib. It's going to have mm-hmm. a new section, a new cap yeah. design. It's going to be clipless. So tell, so tell us about this this choice so you've like there's this balance right you want to like make your existing customers happy if they buy an ink you know maybe 
you know, we all like to switch around the colors. And I mean, y'all do a great job with like the anodizing and the two-tone. That's something that totally speaks to me. And I can take a cap from one pin or like Mike does, you know, bought two inks, switches the caps and barrels to have the two-tone mm-hmm. look. But now the the ink version two is coming out and you've made some changes, which I actually think are awesome changes. This is, this is like a super exciting change for me. So tell us about that. So, um, just like well, the fountain K and, and the ink and internally, we've been calling it the ink 2.0, just because it's, it's got, uh, updates. The most notable update is going to be the larger number six nib. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it kind of sits, um, recessed a bit in the grip section. So it's, I guess you could call it like partially hooded. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I like that look. And um, part of that was an accommodation for the existing design of the pen. Um, but we we redid the threads the way that the grip section threads into the body. We uh, made sure that the the cap and the body threads were, you know, more, you know the tolerances were better. The, the clip has been slightly tweaked so that um, we don't have the same problems with um, after polishing. Because mm-hmm. the the polishing guys would kind of get aggressive, and the the clips <laughs> would sometimes not touch the bodies. So like Mike with his you know his tuning fork clip, yeah, um, that can be adjusted out a little bit so that um, it, I mean most of it is is stuff that nobody will ever notice, but the number six nib um, is the most notable one. Yeah, I I think that's pretty cool. I like that size nib, and these are all going to be Bach nibs, right? Yes. So the Bach nibs, I, at first with like, with like Twisby, I, I love, they're very firm and durable and smooth. I, I, I really like those and the hooded, um, design that you're going to use. I didn't have a pen like that until I bought a Franklin Kristoff model 20. And actually the first time I got it, I was like, is there something wrong with this pen? I keep, I, I'm screwing in the, <laughs> I'm screwing in the nib and it keeps going in and in. And I was, and I was like, wait. Oh, that looks pretty cool. In in the the end result is kind of this uh unique look and I think on the the ink itself that I love that pen. I I just think that's going to be such a cool thing and I'm anxious to try the clipless model too mm-hmm. because you were you were teasing these in the and, and I love this so much, the WA Karas Signature Ink 29 Limited <laughs> series. I I cannot be Every time I read that and see you post about that and see it on Instagram, I just get the hugest grin knowing that it has Bill's Bill's name attached to it. Just, <laughs> I just realized the WA, right? I, yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah. <laughs> I just die every time I see that. I just get the biggest <laughs> kick out of that. No, yeah, Bill, I mean, he was like, uh, well, why'd you guys do that? <laughs> um, no, but the, the idea was that... Um, we're kind of playing with branding a little bit um, mm-hmm. because people, they, they don't understand what we are by our name. Sure. Um, so some of the stuff, you know, you notice on some of the, the newer things like the notebooks will say Karis Penco on them and um, the, the signature line that was our, we hired a new, uh, a new guy in the office. I don't know, know if you guys know him. His name is Paul. And um, he's kind of, he's, in, he's behind the, the, the Karis Penco Instagram Cool. And he's on he's on the Slack group and everything else a yeah, lot too. But definitely, um, we've been pushing hard to, you know, be more involved in the community than, you know, than we were. And 
and to uh, kind of bring these premium, uh, you know, small batch things out. And people people seem to like them, you know. And even if they don't, you know, want to purchase them, they like seeing them. So uh, it's something that we're probably going to keep doing. Yeah, I just picture the the W A Kara's uh, signature ink twenty nine like it like it runs through Bill's beard like before shipping like he's sitting there to, <laughs> sitting there at his desk and so it, tell us more about this pen because it's got some unique features that the other pens have not to this point have and I am like I'm super tempted on one of these um, it's I stare at them all the time because I think they're beautiful so tell us why those pens are different than like the other ink or like the ink version two coming out and and things like that. Well, those, there was six of them, I think, to start. Bill actually took and, you know, hand machined the cap and then hammered uh, texture into a, a raised ring on the cap. And I think he did on one of the grip sections some, some hammer work and stuff. He just actually set up and did it himself. Huh. Um, so it wasn't um, like the bodies, I think, were the same and... and um, Things like that, and I think we used nibs from uh, Mark Bacchus mm-hmm. um, on those as well. But the the cap was basically hand finished by him, and you know, we talked about doing some other other ones like that, like having something that you know maybe Paul works on and that or I work on and and do them in in smaller numbers. But the it was kind of a teaser because that cap is obviously all copper. Mm-hmm. Um, we are going to be having all copper and all brass inks. Nice. And um, so uh, clipped and clipless versions. So the thing that got me about these is that brown anodizing. I mm-hmm. that came out so sharp. I mean, the green looks awesome too. So those two new colors. But I I keep going back. I like to scroll back through the old pictures. I was like, man, I should probably go in for one of these. Like I like I have this <laughs> dilemma every time I see see y'all post something i i stare at that stupid pen like it's calling my name so i i i love how those colors came out are those going to be new regular colors um yes for yes. other anodized products yeah we're planning on adding those colors to the to the complete line of pens we already okay. added them to the bolt um okay and uh you know the fountain k and the render k and you know retract and everything else so Cool, cool. So then you take all these new products, and now you have something uh, that people can write in too, right? So tell us about mm-hmm. tell us how the notebook the notebook project came about. So we've been I've been wanting to kind of expand out into you know stationery and other items as well, um, and uh, I talked with the president of Scout Books via email a few times about a year ago. And if you don't know who Scout Books are, they're they're a small notebook manufacturer in in portland Mm -hmm. and we were going to do something and then we just never got around to it but um i said you know we need to do something like this this will be kind of cool and um these are also there's a top secret project coming up that these will also be a part of Mm -hmm. so um i think you know what that is but or maybe Uh, you do i i let's just say i like the logo a lot oh okay um (laughs) so um yeah, I, I shared it with a few people. Um, <laughs> but there's a uh, so we are very proud to make things in in Arizona. So um, the the notebooks, if you lay it flat, it's you know a monochromatic Arizona flag and has the Harris Penco logo and then a uh, Made in USA um, logo on the on the backside. So 
Yeah, it turned, they turned out pretty cool, and uh, people seemed to like them. So. Shoot, yeah, they turned out great. Did you do that? You did the design for the the, oh, the yeah. graphic design work? Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, so. I, that's one of my hats. I had to trade out hats. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did a killer job. I mean, it's just it's just, it's just awesome looking. And scout books are, are great. I work with them when I... Few years ago, when I was working at JetPens, we uh, we worked with them on a notebook project, and they they make good stuff, and they're great to work with. So, I, uh, I I like to see those expanding, you know, that being added to your lineup. I mean, it's kind of a no brainer, and I want to see some pictures of those things um, used around the shop and just beaten and destroyed, and they're they're <laughs> they're gonna look pretty awesome, you know, knowing uh, what machinist hands look like and uh, all the pens and 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 notebooks that y'all that y'all go through um i I think it's gonna look pretty killer so i hope those are doing excellent for you yeah um so far so good so we'll probably see uh more of them all right cool cool so let's uh let's get into the edk um right after we talk about our good friends at squarespace you can start building your own website today over at squarespace.com you want to use the offer code inc very fitting at checkout and you'll get yourself 10% off Squarespace, build it beautiful. With Squarespace, you'll be able to build a site that looks professionally designed regardless of your skill level with no coding required. With Squarespace's intuitive and easy to use tools, you can make your own website look and feel exactly how you want. To do this, Squarespace will power your site with state-of-the-art technology. They ensure security and stability and also give you fantastic tools, really powerful tools, to build a website that looks exactly as you like with their WYSIWYG page building system. So you can set up all your pages, you can customize their beautiful templates that will feature responsive design to look and feel just as you like. But this is just getting started. Squarespace has a ton of other awesome features, like 24-7 support with live chat and email. Squarespace has their own commerce platform, like Brad uses as NotCo to sell his products, and you can sell your own digital or physical goods. Anybody can add a store to their Squarespace site. They integrate with services like Stripe, for example, so you can accept payments. It's really awesome. They have rock-solid, fast hosting on all of their sites, so your site stays up and it will load quickly. It doesn't matter how many people are on it. They also have their cover page functionality that allows anybody to build a great looking single page website. And if you are a person that wants to get in and tinker with the code, maybe that's something that you know about. Obviously, you don't have to know any of the sort of stuff to use Squarespace, but if you do, they have their dev platform so you can uh, get in under the hood and, and pull some levers and play around and tinker if that's the, the kind of person that you are. Squarespace plans start at just $8 a month and they'll give you a free domain name if you sign up for a year. You can sign up for a free trial right now with no credit card required and start booting your own website today by going to squarespace.com. And when you decide to sign up, make sure that you use that offer code INK, INK at checkout to get yourself 10% off your first purchase and show your support for this show. My thanks to Squarespace for helping us out today and for supporting us all at Relay FM. Squarespace, build it beautiful. So Mr. Bishop um, and Karis Customs have released a new pin today that I am loving. It's called the EDK. Um, it's a smaller, pocketable, retractable, everyday carry type of pen. So Dan, why don't you tell us how, how did this design come about? That's what I, that's what I want to know first is, you know, <laughs> where did, uh, where did you come up with this? You know, how did it fit in with, you know, the rest of the lineup? It's, you know, like you have the retract, which is the other retractable pen, but this is a smaller, you know, smaller version than that. So tell us about how the design came about. Okay. So, um, 
if some people have noticed that the retract and the bolt, they have the same threads. So you can kind of, you know, swap parts out. Mm-hmm. Well, I'd say almost two years ago or more, probably, I took um, the retract and then the bolt front end and I made myself a pen on my desk. <laughs> and um, it required a little bit of, of tweaking on the knock on the inside to adjust the length, but you could fit a Parker or like an easy flow refill in it. So I used that for a while, and then guys around the shop started seeing them, and they started making them. And Bill made <laughs> Bill made one, and then he drilled his out so it would take the eighty one twenty six. And he's like, "Yeah, we should make one of these things." And so eventually, um, the internet caught up. In fact, Jeffrey Bruckwicky posted a tutorial about how to create, as he dubbed it, the Rebolt. <laughs> and um, so he's like, "Hey, man, check this pen out. It's called the Rebolt." And then I sent him a picture of one of my. <laughs> on my desk and I'm like yeah I've been using one of these for two years and he's all jerk I didn't you tell me about this like two years ago so um but uh so it's not the same size so I I went in and and actually did the engineering and did some other stuff to make it uh you know standalone part and then uh, we tumble finish them and then anodize them or if they're they're copper and brass we just tumble them so they have a kind of a matte finish so they're you know, they've got a grip on them. They're the shortest pen we make. They're shorter than the retract by about a half inch. Um, yeah. This... So they were just kind of born of of uh, tinkering around with pen parts. And um, the, pe- the Rebolt was gaining so much uh, popularity that uh, people were starting to do it and buy parts from us so they could do it themselves. So we said, we just need to make our own, basically. And the EDK was born. I think that's how the best products come about, right? I mean, it's just from from tinkering from what you like to use yourself. You know that it works. You know it, it's something that, you know, catches on. You you build it. You enjoy it. And then, like, you take it around the shop or, you know, like we have that e- example with Knock. You know, we'll build out a prototype. I'll start carrying it. And then Jeff will start carrying it. Then people will say, well, that looks interesting. And, you know, I could use it for this. And you kind of build on, you know, like you said, it was – essentially two years in the making you didn't know it at the time but you have all that you have all that background and you know that hey we we might have something here i i I think that's kind of how the best designs come about and then just you know you're never just going to sit down and say okay today i'm going to design this pen and this is how it's going to be but just having that trial and error in the shop the whole time um you you know it's going to come out pretty strong and honestly, it, it did. I love the length of the pen. It's killer. Um, I had only seen the all black version before Mass Drop uh, got in touch and sent out um, one of the models that they're selling. So I didn't know when I got mine for Mass Drop. I just assumed it was going to be that black model. And I open up the box and out comes this two-tone <laughs> copper and aluminum and like my jaw just dropped. I I get this little, you know, this little grin on my face, like, Oh, that's so cool. (laughs) You know, I had, I had no idea the materials were going to be this way and the tumbled finish on the one I have, I think that's what really sold me. I I, I like that kind of matte look. Now are are all these tumbled? I guess not the black anodized one. Well, they're, they're all tumbled. And then the, the black ones are then anodized afterwards. The there's raw tumbled, but then the copper and brass are tumbled too. And Mm -hmm. what that does is, it gives you the the grooves stay shiny, mm-hmm. and the rest yeah. of it's kind of a matte finish. 
So it's a visual accent, but provides grip. Um, some people in the chat room are asking if we can buy the front section separately. Um, I don't know. I'd say probably not because we prepare them differently. Um, they're designed as like an entire pen, more or less. And so um, if people wanted to buy it and swap it out, it's probably, I don't know. Like, I'm not going to say no, but for right now, no. Yeah. So I, I noticed that about the, the grip section, the copper, you know, it, it's starting to, um, you know, get the patina on it. But like the, the grip uh, rings are still bright, you know, almost kind of like the original copper. It's a really neat look. You can kind of see that in the, the review I posted um, of the EDK today on uh, Pen Addict. Um, it, it's just a really, really sharp look. And then I think I'm going to have to go in and order the black one. And then I can uh, mix and match the uh, the barrels um, yeah. with the half black and so i can have like a retract with the i mean my retract that i have is uh, aluminum and black mm -hmm. and so i can have an edk that's aluminum and black and then black and copper as well so i'm right i, don't, I get all excited <laughs> i get all excited about those <laughs> kind of things it's like tinker so, toys it is it is so tell us about the decision to go with mass drop um this is something you you and i have have talked about in you know in the back channels off and on and i think it's a really interesting decision and i'm actually interested to see how this goes for you i mean i know it's just the first day on there you know has it met your expectations why did you decide to go with that as opposed to directly or with kickstarter so tell us a little bit about that how the whole mass drop decision came about um well in a nutshell uh, it's all tied to Kickstarter, like you said. We used mm -hmm. to launch products on Kickstarter, uh, but then, as you know, you have a time period where, you know, you've got, you know, the funding period, and then you've got to wait for the for the funds to come through, and then you, you know, then you're sitting on a bunch of of people's money, and and you want to make sure that you make the stuff, you know, in a timely manner, so they don't get upset that it's late. Well, we're at a point now where we're making and stocking our, our own pens and we decided, well, let's make this pen and, um, you know, try to have them ready to go and do us, you know, in the small batch, obviously we're not doing huge, huge batches, but do a mm -hmm. smaller batch. And then since we already sell through mass drop, see if it's uh, a viable channel for us to do something like this because mm -hmm. Kickstarter, um, the logistical end of it, yeah, as you know, isn't always mm -hmm. the best for fulfillment. Whereas we already have a good system worked out through uh, mass drop for shipping and all these things, so it alleviates a lot of the the problems that we've had uh, in the past with Kickstarter. And like I say, problems in quotes because right, right. it's not that big of a problem. But for us to be able to streamline the process, it helps a little bit. Plus, it kind of lets us know where our customer base lies. You know who's who's buying what, what they like, and uh, lets us you know give an exclusive to Mastrop, who's been so good to us um, in the past, uh, selling our products. I think you know I, I was in talks with them from the very beginning about our product, so um, it's just good for everybody, I think. And to develop into a full fledged company, you know, we started out on Kickstarter, and there was just a couple of us, you know. Mm -hmm. me and bill right. and then we hired another guy and now we're you know nine or ten employees strong and we're putting a lot of effort and time into becoming you know the 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 next american pen company as it were right so um we're not going anywhere and to 
stand on our own two feet and kind of shout to the world that we're here and that, you know, you can purchase from us and that we're willing to you know, put time and, and money and effort into having stock on hand and to give things to the public at a, at a, at a good price and at a good quality. It's kind of a, kind of a big deal for us. I, I, that's very well said. I, I couldn't agree more. And, you know, when you said you were, you told me you were going to do it on Mastrop, I was like, huh, that's interesting. And, you know, I didn't, you know, think about it at the time, but the more I thought about it, the more it just seemed like the perfect space for like a new product launch. So how, how do you think it's gone today? So today was the first day the EDK has been available on Mastrop. It was a little over 200 and something units um, before the show when I looked, I haven't looked recently. So how do you think it's gone for you guys today? Um, so far, so good. Um, we had no, you know, definite expectations. So sure. it's good. I mean, the the if it we hadn't sold any or had like five, you know, that would be a problem. <laughs> but um, we have a whole week, and we're able to, you know, get it out there and see what what they're capable of. Because as this is kind of a first for us and kind of a mm-hmm. first for them too, I think. I mean, they've done some special editions of things, but I think this is one of the first time, if the first time, maybe, I'm not sure, where they've launched a brand new product on mm-hmm. MassDrop. Yeah. So, As a maker myself with Knock, I am definitely interested in, in watching this um, very closely, just, you know, from a from a business person's perspective. And, you know, I, I, I think it's certainly a, a viable option um, from that route and, all the things that are tied in with that, with like the initial exclusivity and the additional marketing and the, you know, coming together all in one spot um, to, to make the purchase and to, to talk about the product. I think it's a, a really a legitimately good idea. And uh, I'm anxious to see how this goes through. And I, I know it's, it's already a success for you guys. And I just, I know it's going to be. Um, One question I got before, the show about the EDK talk about the refill choices on that because I mentioned it in my review. So it, it comes with the Schmidt P eighty one twenty six, which is a killer um, refill. Um, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's a rollerball. Most people know it. If they're not familiar with that refill by name, they know it as the refill that comes in the retro 51s. Um, it's just a great all around writing pen. How can you retrofit other refills if someone's interested in playing around with their EDK and fitting in some other refills. Tell us about what all refills fit in there. So the, as you pointed out and some other people pointed out, the 8126 uh, comes with the pen, but you'll notice that it doesn't uh, protrude out visually like, um, like some other refills people are used to. I mean, it's mm-hmm. the bit, more or less what happens is this is uh, an element of the knock mechanism. If you mm-hmm. want to use a Fisher Space pen refill, or if you want to use an Easy Flow or a Parker style refill, um, the the adjustment had to be made to where the eighty one twenty six, which is actually shorter than those, can mm. still work, but um, still function with like a Fisher Space pen refill without it sticking out while it's retracted. Gotcha. So, it's kind of a balance point um, aesthetically. I kind of I would would have liked to have had it a little bit uh, farther out, but in order to make it work with all these other refills, we had to make that one accommodation, and it still works fine. Yeah. And at, you know, I've been using it, and it you know it's kind of grown on me. But um, that that was the reason for that choice, not because it just you know like was a crappy. <laughs> 
<laughs> happily made part. It was more just because it was a uh, um, a conscious choice so that people would have more options if they chose to use something different. Well, that makes sense. That makes sense. So what what um so what other refills? It, it'll fit all the Parker style. You have to have the the Fisher space pin. You have to have the Parker uh, spacer added yeah. to that, right? The PR four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, have you modified any other refills to to put in there? I, I'm not a big. People ask me all the time. I'm not a big refill modifier guy. You know, no, not, much, not on this pen. Yeah. If, if someone really wants to be able to use a G two or something, we make a pen. It's called the retract, yeah. you know? Um, and so if someone really would, wants to hack down a refill, they can do that. But we're not actively promoting this. This is uh, more an off-the-shelf thing. And this is another thing that I would like. We are now shipping all of our pens with refills included. Okay, um, cool. We've, in the past, because we were catering to pen addicts, everyone had their favorite refill. But as our audience has grown, people would get the pen and they go, oh, wait, there's nothing in this. So we made the decision to now include refills with our products so that those who are new to the pen world have something nice to write with out of the box. But then the pen addicts, you know, they can throw it in a drawer, they can use it or however they want to do. But um, we just kind of, like I said, we've been trying to step up our game a little bit to be more uh, customer friendly in, in, in the end. Yeah, I think that's uh, that, that's a good point, and and I I didn't even realize you were doing that now because it did like you were saying it doesn't affect me because I just go into the into the refill drawer and grab something that I know that I like and and pop it. I, into. I like that you have a refill drawer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like my my retract gets the Pilot Juice point three eight blue black. Like I have two or three of those refills, so I know I have when I run it out, you know that's what goes in that pen, <laughs> and I'll put right. it in there and go. So. But I think it's smart for, you know, growing, you know, and bringing in new people that where they don't have to question that and they get the pen and they don't realize it, even though it says, you know, when you order it, you know, it doesn't come with a refill. They it, it's a better experience for the new people or the first time buyers to have that refill and they can, you know, go from there if they want to change it out or whatever. So I, I think yeah. that's great. So seeing where the EDK fits in the Keras lineup. What's next? Like, I, <laughs> I mean, I know you can't, you, you know, well, we haven't, we haven't even talked about it like on, on the, on the side, but like how, so your lineup is, is like really, really strong right now. And you're doing all these crazy things with the ink, which I'm, anx- I'm really anxious to see the new, the new ink model. I'm, I'm all over that when that drops. So how, what's the, uh, What's the vision plan here for for other products and other things that you're going to be working on? Um, like I, we've talked about it in the past, we're looking at the possibility of doing some kind of mechanical pencil. Mm. Um, and uh, it might end up being more along the aesthetic lines of the EDK. I'm not sure. Um, maybe um, experimenting with uh, different materials and. Um, possibly, you know, branching out into the fountain pen line a little bit more. Um, I don't know. I mean, at, at this point, um, we kind of have some stuff slated, you know, on the whiteboard in the mm-hmm. in the office, you know, where we want to go. But, I mean, I always have a couple of designs kind of in the can of stuff that I've designed in the past. And we sometimes revisit those and then revise them. There was the EDK was actually a different pen before that we completely, you know, didn't go with. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, 
it's hard to say. You know, it's nice having options instead of trying to scramble to find something. So right. So I want to go back to a, a comment you made uh, earlier about being, you know, a great American pen company. And we've talked about this the last time I had you on, or maybe even the first time I've had you on, because it, it, it's been multiple times that I've had you on, that this was such an outlier from what Bill Karras built this business on. And now it's like turned into, what is this the majority uh, is are pins the majority of Kara's business these days? Because it didn't start out that way, right? I mean, it started out as a machine shop and making auto parts. And Yeah, it's a large portion of it. We have some, le- I call them le- legacy customers that mm-hmm. we still do parts for, that there's no reason to chase mm-hmm. them off. Um, sure. But it's it's our focus. I mean, we're, we don't do phone cases anymore. Mm. Um, some of our other products are going away. Because um, we're focusing on on manufacturing pens, because uh, it seems to be a good fit for us, and people, as long as people keep buying them, we'll keep making them. So, man, that's awesome. I, that's it, it. It makes the businessman in me makes my heart go pitter pat. I, I just love hearing <laughs> that y'all. I mean, I'm, I'm love hearing that this is a viable business, right? I mean, that's a big freaking deal. Like, yeah, you it's know. well, and the other thing that the advantage is because we make them. And um, we, we sell them direct to the public. It, it mm-hmm. helps. Yeah. Uh, it's made in USA. And the fact that, you know, when we sold phone cases, you, people would buy one. You know, right. how right. often do you buy a new phone case? But with pens, people, you know, they buy them as gifts or they, they own multiple, you know, on pens to, you know, different refills or whatever. And it's just that the, the pen community has been really, really good to us. So we try our best to you know, reciprocate that. We try to do giveaways as much as possible and to do things to um, keep the public engaged. You know, when we did, uh, when we had 10,000 followers on Instagram, we did 10 weeks of giveaways and Hmm. um, we just try to keep that customer base um, engaged and uh, hopefully keep them interested. Because, I mean, uh, selling pens is awesome, but also having people who like your product is even better. So, yeah. And y'all, y'all do such a good job um, with social media stuff, um, you know, especially on Instagram, you know, we're, with all the all the photos and product photos. And I, I appreciate y'all and, you know, y'all include Knock um, in a lot of your product shoots. And I, I really appreciate that. And um, it, it's fun to see all the success you've had over the years. And I still feel like it's just like a scratching the surface thing. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm sure y'all probably feel the same way, too. Yeah, um, it's been great. Like you said, you know, especially with you, you know, I remember emailing you way, way back when. And mm-hmm. it's just been kind of amazing to, you know, to think that if if I hadn't, you know, drawn up the render K, where would we be? You know, right. Where would the I mean, because I mean, not to, you know, because we're, we're running pretty late here. But um, yeah, the idea of that um, Kickstarter, you know, we kind of we were one of the, the first companies that jumped on after you know the pen type a so you know and we've come back you know a few times with new with new products but you know what would happen if that didn't happen you know what Mm -hmm. if i had just said yeah you know or hadn't pushed bill hard enough to make them you know who knows what we would be right right well that's super cool man um i i'm certainly excited for everything that you guys do um i'm a fan all of our listeners are fans we 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 love all the karis products and uh, we definitely we we really appreciate you coming on, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna let you off the hook yet. 
we're gonna we're gonna, I got one more question for you and for Mike. Okay. This weekend, Saturday is Halloween. What's your costume? My costume? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, it depends. <laughs> I I uh, I have several. I could either be a pirate or Nacho Libre. I don't know. <laughs> so. I could totally see you Nacho Libre in it. Michael Hurley, what are you doing? We don't really. Well, we don't really do Halloween here so much. I mean, more people yeah. do it these days, but like, I don't have kids, so I'm not going trick or treating, and yeah. uh, I don't. I'm not going to any parties. I'm afraid. But, yeah, so I'm actually. Uh, go ahead. But I was going to say we already have a the, the best suggestion of Halloween costumes. Which oh, we did. Get we did get the best suggestion. But I'm working, so I'm actually not going. We have the American Field Show in Atlanta that Knox going to be at on Saturday and Sunday this Halloween weekend. But the um, the Halloween costume of choice this year seems to be uh, going as the pin addict himself. <laughs> did y'all see this? Yep. I almost fell over when this came through. Uh, it's from Pinterest on, well, not Pinterest, but Pinterest on Twitter. Um, he pretty much nailed nailed the pin attic Halloween costume. So if anyone is needs a last minute suggestion, we'll have a link in the show notes on how to dress as the pin addict uh, for Halloween. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, send all your pin addict Halloween uh, pictures in to us at the show. Just one last thing before we close out today. Yep. Um, I literally just as we speak got an email from Ron at Penn Chalet mm-hmm. uh, to ask if it was not too late to mention and I thought that maybe the listeners would like to know this sure. that they just got a shipment of Franklin Christoph pens um, oh. in some exclusive colors I don't know what they are yet but they will be up on the site oh, tomorrow the so Tuesday so you. you want to go and check that out don't forget that discount as always oh awesome yeah we will check that out for sure I will be uh, all over that I'm intrigued to see what they are I am intrigued. All right, Dan. Well, we appreciate you coming on. It was it was too long since last time. Um, we need to have you on uh, more frequently because I always love talking to you. And uh, I really appreciate you making the time for us and the listeners and, and telling us all about the uh, Karis Customs goodness that's going on because it looks pretty awesome. Yeah, no no problem. My pleasure. And um, anytime. Yeah, thanks, buddy. I'm so happy to see you guys are doing well because you really, really deserve it. <laughs> well, we wouldn't be here without without our awesome customers, so it's really all them. I thought you was going to awesome. say us, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> oh, so, wait, start, stop, wait. we got to do this again. No, no, guys, uh, really, if it wasn't for the Pen Addict podcast, you know, this, yeah. nothing yeah. would really happen, so you guys, you know, you're the best. I know, it's all down to yeah. us, really, I don't know. We'll, yeah. we'll, edit, we'll edit that first part out and just yeah. put that, good, that part in. Yeah, don't worry, I'll take <laughs> right. care of that, I'll take care of that. <laughs> All right, thanks, Dan, and Mike, get us out of here. I will. Thank you so much for listening. Again, thanks to Dan for joining us. You want to go and check out Karis Customs, of course, and there'll be some links to all the products that we discussed today over in our show notes at relay.fm slash penaddict slash 178. If you want to find Brad online, he's over at penaddict.com, and he's also uh, Dowdyism on Twitter, D-O-W-D-Y-I-S-M, and he's penaddict on Instagram. And I am at imike, I-M-Y-K-E, on Twitter and on Instagram. We'll be back next time. Hopefully, uh, we're feeling a little bit better, and we'll be able to talk for more than 30 seconds at a time. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week. Say goodbye, guys. Goodbye, guys. Goodbye, guys.